0: gather round this is the ticket water cooler
1: this is what the greatest thing about sports is. you play to win the game
0: coming at you live in the heart of lincoln america i said hold up wait a minute something ain't right on air and online at the here are your hosts jake bakovan and enrique alvarez clearing
1: what great new music this is that we have here on the Ticket Water Cooler. I love it. What do you think, Rick? This is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, well, not I, everybody likes I, their new music, but we love our new music. I going to say something,
0: but I'm a good person. <laughs> I am a good person. I will not say the things that I want to say.
1: Yeah, we're freshening things up here at the station <laughs> with some new intros, outros, and such. And we're having fun doing it here. Uh, of course, it is uh, Tuesday. Uh, we are our last uh, official show of the week, though I'm sure you'll hear myself and Rico on these airwaves uh, throughout the next three days. But Boys State Basketball, right and after so. Girls State Basketball, the last uh, last week was uh, was such a great success. We decided let's do that, that let's, again. That was perfect. Yeah, let's try it again. <laughs> so uh, We just decided that. Yeah, um, we just right we, now.
0: We definitely were not, you know, it's not like we had this planned out. No, we definitely no. just decided this. Uh,
1: so we're getting everything ready to uh, pack and bring down to Pinnacle Bank Arena. We'll have all the games from Pinnacle Bank Arena right here on ninety three seven. The Ticket. So uh, obviously, uh, it is that time of the year. It's a fun time of the year. If, if you're turning on college ball today, I know everybody's waiting for the Big Ten Tournament in Nebraska uh, in Minnesota tomorrow night. Uh, it, the ACC starts their games actually today. So if you want to watch the fourteen <laughs> eleven game over there, Um, yeah, you know, they've got a few of those games going on. I know you do. I mean, I'm getting excited. We'll do this. We'll do a little, uh, a thing later when Nick jumps in the studio to see, I'm going to test some of your guys' knowledge, but we've had six tickets punched to the NCAA tournament. Can we name them? (laughs) Well, we'll go through some of this. Uh, five more, uh, tickets will be punched tonight, uh, uh, including Gonzaga and St. Mary's. So there's a big game. If you want to watch that tonight, obviously both those teams getting in. Uh, so we'll kind of test your guys' knowledge on that in a little bit.
0: What if there's upsets? Aplenty.
1: There could be upsets of plenty, but I think Gonzaga and St. Mary's They're they're, they're definitely They're both top twenty teams right now. You know there's
0: only one game live right now. Do you know who it is? No. UMass at Richmond.
1: Mm. Spiders and and Minutemen. Yeah. Playing at the
0: Barclays Center.
1: (laughs) How many people do you think are there?
0: I don't know. The game right after is Loyola Chicago and Saint Joseph. St. Joseph's, sorry. Not just Saint Joseph.
1: Okay, what conference is this then? I don't know. Testing my own knowledge. Yeah. Is that the A ten?
0: That is the A-10.
1: Yes. As I said, Those are actually some brand name, un- not brand name schools.
0: Well, yeah. So <laughs> Richmond is 14 and 17. UMass is 15 and 15. Uh, Loyola Chicago is 10 and 20. This is what in the world? Hey, you've got your <laughs> so name. Nick- Especially the first 14 and 16, St. Joseph's. Mm-hmm. This must be the first round of the eight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, well, that's not good. Those teams, I'd like to see those teams in the uh, NCAA tournament. None of them are. None of them the not like making it's it. going to happen. How You get your Nick shirt on there. What, I do. Greatest UMass player of all time.
0: The greatest UMass player of all time? Yep.
1: It's a quiz. Exactly. Oh, I know
0: exactly. I know who. I, I can't. I got nothing.
1: Marcus Camby. There you go. Also a great Nick. And a defensive he was player a great, of the year. He was, a,
0: he was also a great Nugget.
1: Yes, he was. He was a good defensive player. Uh, I loved, He was, I was loved number one Marcus overall, Camby wasn't he? In the league. I think he was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, John Calipari actually coached him at UMass. Uh, so, uh, he's you know, that's kind of where he started making his name. So, uh, kind of fun there. St. Joseph's, that. of course, um, had uh, Delonte West.
0: He went to St. <laughs> Joseph's? Huh, what do you know?
1: St. Joseph's and uh, with... Uh, uh, who was the other, the Magic point guard there for a while? They had a good team. Jameer Nelson? Jameer Nelson, yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah, there's some A's knowledge for you. Look at that,
0: St. Joseph's producing point <laughs> guards who are good for very short periods of time.
1: Delonte West is the weirdest story of anything that, that's ever happened. Yeah, we
0: don't have to get into it. Well, <laughs> I just the best,
1: wish for the best for Delonte West, and uh, I don't know anything about his personal life.
0: Yep, just the weirdest <laughs> thing going on but there. There are plenty
1: of rumors about his Europe. personal life. Uh, but anyways, let's get back to basketball. Uh, big day for Nebraska basketball as far as postseason awards because Nebraska has a member on the second team, All-Big Ten, uh, for the first time, the highest selection for Nebraska basketball player since 2017-2018 when James Palmer was first-team All-Big Ten. Uh, Derek Walker, uh, first-team All-Big Ten, according to the coaches, Um, They named six players on that team, so I always find that kind of odd. Shout out
0: to the two Northwestern players, Boo Booey and Chase Audige.
1: Yeah, two good players. Uh, Let's run through the first team here. Terrence Shannon Jr. of Illinois, Trace Jackson Davis of Indiana, Chris Murray of uh, Iowa, Jalen Pickett of Penn State, and Zach Eady of Purdue. No surprise there. Zach Eady, by the way, Big Ten Player of the Year. Uh, Second team, like you mentioned, Northwestern's got a few guys, Chase Audige and Boo Booey uh, playing, of course, for Coach of the Year uh, this year in the Big Ten, Chris Collins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hunter Dickinson of Michigan, Derek Walker of Nebraska, uh, Tyson Walker of Michigan State, and Jameer Young of Maryland. Uh, I'm not going to go through 13 because nobody's in there for Nebraska. So we don't have to do that. Casey Tamanaga honorable mention. If this was second half of the year Big Ten, Casey Tamanaga first team? Yeah, he really would easily be. Not, first team. not getting
0: easily not even not even a question
1: yeah um so we'll kind of see how that hopefully we get another year Say, I think going in the next year would probably be preseason uh, first team right up there with it mm-hmm. uh freshman of the year Jalen Hood shafano of Indiana sixth man of the year Peyton Sanford even though he didn't hit that shot against Nebraska Loser. of Iowa and defensive player of the year again Chase ID showing up uh for Northwestern and Caleb McConnell uh of co-defensive players yeah, co- of the defensive year. Player of how year? do you do that I don't uh, like. just it. pick one what if if you had co sixth man of the year, that would really co- not make sense. What if you sense. had co player of the year? Mm. That's not how this works. Don't like it. That's not how this works. Pick no. one. Yeah, uh, flip a coin in the end. If, they, if I choose
0: Caleb McDonald, McConnell
1: didn't he? Was he win? Did he win last year? Or he was close? no
0: idea. But I choose him because yeah. he plays for Rutgers, <laughs> and they are all defense all the time.
1: That's true. Uh, Chase LaDds though, uh, pretty good defender. Yeah, himself. he did okay. Yeah, Northwest. Yeah, what yeah, whatever. Uh, Last couple of years, if you look at it, though, this is the second year in a row that actually Nebraska's had a member on the All-Big Ten team's third team, All-Big Ten last year, Bryce McGowans. Uh, Like I said, as far as going up to second team, you haven't had a player uh, receive that recognition since 2017-2018 when James Palm was first team. I don't know when the last time Nebraska actually had a second team, but as high as second team. Um, Really just a a, a great recognition for Derek Walker. I know they call him Grandpa Walker, (laughs) whatever the jokes (laughs) about him sticking around, walking three times for a senior night. Um, but when you think about where this program is, hopefully this is a stepping stone type of year. Um, and Derek Walker would be a big key to taking that step to, to ensuring mm-hmm. um, quite honestly, that coach Hoiberg is in town and, in, you know, so hopefully years from now we can kind of look at this and say, you know, that was, that was the big catalyst because I, I'll, I'll always remember when Derek Walker announced when he was coming back, it wasn't, you know, I, I don't even know if it made, you know, people across Big Ten Nation were like, probably didn't even notice. Mm-hmm. And now the second people, team all Big Ten. I think
0: people were just like, yeah, of course he's coming back. Like, he should come back. You know, he gets, he'll gets he be able to get a full year under his belt and and uh, hopefully, you know, another good, or um, set the foundation for Nebraska basketball. And that's exactly what him and Sam Griesel did is, you know, Sam Griesel transferring into Nebraska and... and getting to live out his dream of playing as a, as a Husker uh, at PBA for his hometown team Um, and Derek Walker coming back for his sixth year. I'm not exactly sure how many years he's went through like three senior days. (laughs) Uh, Derek Walker coming back and and both of them um, helping to lay the foundation for hopefully uh, Husker hoops for years to come and, and, and helping um, Fred Hoiberg hopefully continue as the head coach of Nebraska basketball for years to come. Um, That's exactly a huge—that's a huge reason why he came back. That's that's one of the things that he wanted to accomplish. Obviously, he wanted to make the tournament and and have a uh, fantastic year. Which I mean, second team All Big Ten according to the coaches. I'd like to say that that's a pretty pretty damn good year for Derek Walker. So um, he got that accomplished. Unfortunately, more than likely not going to make the NCAA tournament. Still have a chance at a postseason berth, but more importantly, is you. When people look back if Nebraska continues to have success or if Nebraska begins to have more success uh, on the basketball court on the men's side people will look back to this team to this year and say this is the team that, that laid this foundation um, after you know teams of, of way back had a foundation and wherever it went um, this team relayed that foundation and, and allowed Nebraska basketball Husker hoops to get back to a, a, a bigger role in, in college basketball.
1: Yeah, and we'll see. You mentioned the NIT projections. Uh, the latest ones have Nebraska hosting Villanova, which would be quite fun, and maybe hosting fun. the second round. Yeah, so, uh, as long as Nebraska can kind of stay above five hundred, beat Minnesota, you're basically in the NIT. Maybe I mean, you mm-hmm. can't say for sure. Would you? Our NIT project? Who who does NIT projections? <laughs>
0: that's a that's a weird job. That is a weird job. But that's uh, if you win one, you're. To get well you win one you lose the other one you're one game over 500 yeah. I don't know if that's still enough to host uh, an NIT maybe host one NIT game if you win two you're definitely hosting yeah. so if you can if you can beat Minnesota and then beat Maryland you're you're in the clear as as good or as much as hosting uh, an NIT game at PBA um, but you know it'd be really cool to just keep winning and yeah. uh, not host a game. Yeah, and be playing, yeah, be playing somewhere else.
1: Now, and again, I, I, there are very rare times where you go into postseason play, and especially when you're an 11 seed. And think Nebraska can legitimately make a run. Now I know there's going to be harder matchups than others, but they won six of eight. Mm-hmm. And this is a this is just a, a, a totality thing. I'm not predicting Nebraska to win the Big Ten or anything. But if Purdue loses, it really is anybody's game. I mean, Purdue's kind of the overwhelming favorite. Yeah. Outside of that, everybody else was in this just jumbled mess, mess. of between you know three games better or worse, yeah. and Nebraska included in that.
0: I mean, was, you said it yesterday, Northwestern. If they if they lost their final game of the season, they would go from the if they won, they'd go to the two seed. They lost, they go to the nine seed. Yeah. Like that's how jumbled up the Big Ten was.
1: Yeah, and, and, and it it was hard to predict from week to week who was on home maybe would, would kind of have an edge there. Um, but just the matchups. Um, I can't wait for this Big Ten tournament. Again, if Purdue wins and so be it. I suppose that's kind of the boring outcome, but probably, you know, maybe good for the Big Ten. It's more Ten. than likely yeah. going to happen. I I don't know. Tournament play, like I always say, is pretty random. Um not complete I, I know DP doesn't like when I say random because you 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 prepare all year for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, and there's, there's coaching and all that stuff that goes on. But my point is, I guess is it's, it's just kind of the one game elimination scenario. You don't have to be the best team all year round. You can be the best team that day. Um, and Purdue has been struggling a little bit as of late, despite clearly being the top team in the league. Um, the mm-hmm. last couple of weeks have not gone great for them. So um, it really is up in the air and, and, and Nebraska can, can make a run at this thing. And I think it too, again, because they're playing Minnesota, um, First of all, you can't look overlook Minnesota. None of this is to say that Minnesota can't knock you off. I know they're not one of those teams that we're mentioning. They beat Wisconsin in the final week. They played Nebraska close, you know, ten point games, um, both in Minneapolis and in Lincoln. Um, so that I mean, you, no overlooking anybody. But I think just kind of the bracket that they're in, um,
0: they got know, the more favorable draw out of the lower yeah. four seeds. Like it's, and um, no disrespect to anybody else, and I understand that Nebraska swept Iowa, but. I, I think, at least to me, I'd rather face Maryland than Iowa. I understand that Maryland Maryland did beat Nebraska once this season, um, but I, I just think Nebraska matches up really well with Maryland, and Iowa had a bad shooting night um, really both times that Nebraska faced them. So uh, that's one of the best offense, if not the best offense, in the Big Ten Iowa. is So Nebraska getting Minnesota, and again, this is dependent on if they win. Nebraska getting Minnesota, Maryland, Indiana, I think is more favorable to them than... Um, getting Iowa and Michigan State. And yeah. then if you win that that third-round game, if you're where Wisconsin and Ohio State are, you more than likely have to face Purdue. I would rather not face Purdue until the yeah. championship game if I have to, um, depending on how things shake out. Penn State, Illinois, Northwestern, you get one of those three. Yeah. I'm okay with one of those three.
1: Yeah, and, and uh, you know it's been a long time since they played Indiana, but pretty much assuredly though, that's the double buy in their bracket. So, like you said, Maryland is the opponent Nebraska beats Minnesota. Indiana's waiting for the winner of that game. Um, not bad, not not a bad draw for Nebraska. Um, going and I understand
0: that Nebraska, you know, had Michigan State on the ropes, and then they went ungodly from three point land. But and Nebraska only played Indiana once, but I, I think they I think they match up pretty well with Indiana.
1: I don't know if they match up well with Michigan State. That's the one. No. I, I mean, because they they it's it's hard to say, but that game just kind of shell shocks you a little bit, right? Because you, I don't want to do that again. You <laughs> did play the first half was the best half of of, of probably the season, so maybe in a way, and Michigan they State do couldn't match hit anything. Well. But if that was like like that was part of your, your your you know your best half of the season, and you still lost by double digits to that team. And you worry a little bit. I know the second half is probably the worst half of the season, but uh, I don't know. I I just I'd, I'd rather avoid Michigan State. Rather avoid Purdue. And luckily for Nebraska, like you said. Um, they will avoid those teams until the championship game if they get there. Um, and uh, of course, nothing is assured for Nebraska. Again, have to beat Minnesota tomorrow. Uh, also, wanted to mention this: not great, uh, not news, uh, great news, sad news. In fact, uh, Andre Smith, one of the best uh, Nebraska basketball players of all time, has passed away. I saw Kent Pavelka uh, commenting on that on social media. 1980 Big Eight Player of the Year uh, left as the second highest leading scorer in Nebraska history. Finished, I think, right now he's uh, fourth. Highest leading score, eighteen point three points per game. His senior season. I'm a little too young to have re- remembered him playing the Scarlet and Cream, but uh, I've heard stories from my dad and others of uh, of how great Andre Smith was. So uh, always, uh, always not not great. Uh, uh, tough to do to to, to announce that, mm-hmm. but um, it is something that uh, is going to be carried heavy in the in Husker fans' hearts here over uh, today and in the next few days. Uh, let's take a quick break here on 93.7 The ticket, the ticket uh, water cooler. We will be back, and when we come back. It is the last day to place the franchise tag on players throughout the league. That brings uh, an interesting decision today. Lamar Jackson watch basically up until about 2 30, 3 30, when the, when the cutoff time is. Also, Aaron Rodgers' trade talks with the Jets are very real reportedly this past week. So, I guess. interesting stuff. Geno Smith, Derek Carr will throw them in too. We'll talk NFL quarterbacks coming up next year on 93 7 The Ticket. <laughs>